So good to see you today. It's Richie and Katie Shaw. You can't see anyone. We're talking into a microphone. <laughs> That's true. We're in our living room. It's good to see you. Oh, thanks, babe. Last Even though you've been looking at me for the last six months of this pandemic. The last 18 years. Oh, good one. Way to up me. That's <laughs> so good to see you. I'm excited today. We're going to talk about relationships and just in the midst of a pandemic and being quarantined, what our relationships look like with God and with each other. Yeah, it's an adventure. Messy. Trying to figure this out. Real, right? Very real. Well, I think relationships as a baseline for us always start with like an understanding that Jesus chose relationship with him and with each other as the means of his kingdom. That's really what the whole essence of his kingdom is, is learning how to love God, love other people. The problem is, I feel like, is that that means we got to interact with a whole bunch of other messed up. The problem up is us. Yeah. Crazy humans, right? And, yes. And um, makes it very messy, very challenging. And I would say, especially during this pandemic. Yeah. What are some ways, babe, you feel like that we've tried to, connect or stay connected even when it's been hard and long and sometimes frustrating stressful depressing i feel like we've had every emotion during this weird time what are some ways relationally you feel like i think these last six months have i think for me especially helped try to learn how to just understand more listen more understand you more try to understand what's going on in our world more i think just relationally it's helped me to pay attention more i think i get in my own world in my own head a lot and um, this time has really forced me to just slow down and pay attention to what's actually happening in in our marriage in our kids lives the impact of all this stuff on them how it's affecting you, um, it's it's slowed me down a ton, I think, during this time, which is good because I run way too fast most of the time. What about you? I think it's been, I've missed people, you know, I've missed seeing more people more often and, you know, not gathering at church, not having any big events. I miss that. I just, I love seeing people and that's been hard, I think, for me. Um... But there's also been amazing things, like you said, just simplifying our life and having more time as a family and even together. I mean, something practically that we've done together is just like trying to walk five miles every night. And we started when it was like snowing and it looked like the world was ending as we walked around our neighborhood laughing, crying, what in the world is happening? And now it's summer and we're trying to still do that. But I think that's been a cool thing. With our kids being home every day, you've been working at home. That's been something I look forward to every day is just we're going to get that time to physically move our bodies, but also just connect and talk away from our devices and the girls and just distractions. So I don't know. That's been cool. Special. Yeah. Normally we would work out on our own or be driving all over at night. And so things like that have been really cool about this time relationally. Yeah. Babe, what advice or what is some wisdom you would have for anyone who feels like right now just this time has really pressured their marriage and maybe they're feeling disconnected or just not in a good spot where they want their marriage to be? Do you have any wisdom or anything? Yeah, I think one of the themes 
themes I think about all the time, not only in our marriage, but just in relationship period is, is unity. Like I think Jesus' heart is always for us to be one, to be together, to have our hearts mm-hmm. unified. And so finding ways and things that work us closer together and not mm-hmm. allowing things to pull us further apart. And that's real. Sometimes that's super practical. It's like totally. being in the same space a lot together. Yeah. Or like we always go to bed at the same time. Perfect. Like that's something yeah. we've done. Our mentor told us. Done it People think it's so weird. Right. It's so practical. I mean, obviously there's times when one of us is sick or stays up, but for the most part, we try to be laying in bed at the same time every, every night. night. Yeah. Even if one of us is reading or... Yeah, those spaces where maybe the enemy would like try to divide us or create um, tensions or unknowns or things that would potentially pull us apart. Just just working hard to, to be in the same space, I think is something super practical. But I think when I think about pressure in our relationships, just trying to work at unity, making that a goal. Um, making what, is, that, what does that, that mean, do you think? I think Being it, unified. I, I mean, think it means like sniffing out places where you're not unified, anything mm-hmm. in your marriage that, or in your relationship where you can feel you, you pulling away from the other person or hiding from the other person or... Yeah, no secrets, we always say, huh, in marriages. Yeah, yeah. Anything like that that would give... Um, we talk a lot in our teams with um, with people just talking about like gaps or distance between each other. Anytime there's a gap in our thinking or in our hearts, that's a spot that the enemy of our soul, Satan, can get in and speak lies and mm-hmm. doubts and fears and and create suspicion and all those things just create distance and disunity. And so when I think about unity, I think about some of that. Um, I don't know. When when you think about unity, I mean, you're amazing at fighting for unity in our marriage. <laughs> what do you think about? I think not letting too much time go by when you are frustrated or feel like things are off, you know, even though it sometimes maybe is a fight or hard saying, hey, I just feel like we're off or things aren't right. And even when it isn't something either one of us can necessarily pinpoint, sometimes it's just like maybe that's Satan working or maybe that's sin or something in our own lives and coming together and being like, something's just not right and let's pray or let's talk, let's go for a walk or we need to connect. Sometimes you just need to have sex. I mean, am I allowed to say that on this podcast? That's been hard during quarantine. But this is real life, you know? Yeah. We got to keep it real. Let's keep it real. I love Sometimes it. maybe you just haven't connected in that way in a yeah. long time, too. And yeah. um, just not letting time go too long, I think, right. when you are frustrated or things don't feel good. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think, too, you said it a minute ago, just praying together. That's one one thing. I think before people are married, it's really important to be careful spiritually and not do too many, like, intimate things like praying together, you Mm, know. Um, Or have sex. Yes, definitely not having sex. Are you glad that I'm on this podcast to make it so uncomfortable right now? (laughs) I love it. I don't think people understand just how amazing you are. And so this is the perfect I try to, like, keep it, like, reeled in a little bit. But, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the chance for people uh-huh. to really know. Yeah. Praying together, though, I think is one of the pieces I know that we always have strove for in our marriage. It's not something that we always do as regularly as we want to. But I mean, to, to spend a few minutes together in the mornings praying together before, you know, I'm out the door or whatever's happening, you know, for the day. 
I think that's been challenging during this time. I don't know what you think, but with not having as much routine because I've been home, working from home so much as things have been shut down. Um, I feel like it's more like trying to stay out of each other's way sometimes yeah. um, instead of trying to connect all the time or whatever. Try mm-hmm. not to um, annoy each other or, uh, for me, try not to chew too loud when I'm um, <laughs> eating in the same I room. love listening to you eat chips <laughs> so loud that I didn't know any human could do that. It's amazing. Sometime maybe you can like show it off to the people on the podcast yeah, that would be with your amazing. Dorito munching. <laughs> okay what about like people who or even for us like your kids are just this is getting long and they're just starting to be like I don't really want to talk to you and I don't want to hang out and I think staying unified and connected as a family is something that Jesus wants and it's our job we always talk about disciples and being relational that starts at home and that's something that I know we're really passionate about and have tried to have a culture of that in our own home. And I know these no routines and these weird months have made that different. I think there's more time (laughs) to be relational and be talking about things. What are some practical ways that you think people can be connecting with their family relationally during this time? Yeah, it's weird, but I think that finding little slices of normal or making, creating some sort of place that feels kind of normal right now seems Mm -hmm. to be really important and connected for our family. Um, One of the things we love to do together is camp together in the summers. We go up in the woods and take our little camper up there and find Mm -hmm. amazing lakes and rivers and stuff. And um, it's weird. Our family, I just find us, we hit this like different gear when we're up there together where we're able to connect and talk around the fire or, or go on hikes together, whatever that, that looks like. Um, just when we were just camping last week, there was that feeling of like, oh, it's like normal. This feels normal. Yeah. And back home amidst the COVID and all yeah. the craziness doesn't feel normal, but this feels like something yeah. that... And it feels like it connects our hearts together when mm-hmm. we end up, have that little slice of normal, whatever that is. And yeah. Because I know for our girls, teenage girls, all of sports has been changed, mm-hmm. all of school has been changed, and nothing for friends and all that for them feels normal right now. And so um, that's one thing that our family has that really, I think, feels kind of like that. Yeah, I would also add to that just the cool thing about camping is no one can be connected to the news or their social media or to their devices because you literally don't have internet. And I would encourage just anyone, even if you don't want to go camping or that's not your thing, like set aside some time where everyone can't go online, can't go on their devices. And I think that's been very purifying because I think this has been a time when I know myself and I'm guessing a lot of other people we have been watching the news or social media like never before because there's been all these historical things these life-changing things going on and so we're just bombarded night and day every day what's what is it going to be now and it's refreshing to just step away for a while relationally connect with god connect with the people in your life and so even if that's not camping just like hey friday nights Like, no TV, no phones. Like, have those times set aside where that just isn't an option. There's just something really purifying about that. And, I mean, that's something that I think everyone, we need to set into our rhythms, even when it's not COVID or it's not 
a crisis lockdown. Yeah. Those practical things, you know? Yeah. I know we have a basket in our hallway. Everyone turns their phones in at night. Don't let your teenagers or whoever have their phones in their rooms at all hours. Just practical things like that, like boundaries that help all of us be able to navigate not having voices inside our head at all times. It seems like those extra voices create extra pressure too and so that's mm-hmm. i think that's what's part and emotion of tons of emotion yeah. yeah when you when you when i think about camping as soon as you said that i'm like yeah that is what's so nice is there's none of those voices there's, there's no none, email there's, there's no cnn pressure. or fox yeah. or whatever your cup of tea is <laughs> <laughs> whichever way you lean however that goes yeah it's just it's uh so like you said purifying i think that that's one of the thoughts i i was thinking about in this is um it seems like the Holy Spirit always is wanting to surface things that are keeping us from unity. Yeah. Like brokenness or broken thinking or... or sin. Sin or mm-hmm. pent up like bitterness or things like that. And a lot of times he'll use times like this, like you said, to purify it. Mm-hmm. He'll like bring it to surface. And it's always painful uh, when he brings it to surface, but it's always for our good if we'll deal with it if we'll work on it if we'll talk about it we'll confront it or whatever um when you think about jesus during this time and his work i mean you said purifying anything else that you think like he's just like he's doing right now in our world in our church in our family like what do you think jesus is doing through this covid and all this time i think there's just um a simplicity that Jesus is reminding us as his church that we don't need to have all these fancy programs and shiny stages and buildings and lights. And it really does strip us away and take us back to just people, you know? And a few years ago, I like had this word like unseen Mm -hmm. and you know about this and not everyone does, but like just how Jesus was challenging me to like be unseen and Mm -hmm. how, I think there's just a lot of pressure in our culture to always have a platform and have a voice and, you know, have this big thing you're doing. And I think sometimes the most powerful things for God are things that no one else sees. And that's very humbling and that's really hard. But I think right now that's been purifying and simplifying for the church as a whole because people who had those huge spots don't have them anymore. And we're all in our houses seeking Jesus and it's just us and him and maybe the five people living with us or whatever it looks like. And I think that's just a really beautiful spot to be. And it just brings you back to that childlike faith of just Jesus. You're not doing it for anyone else. You're not doing it even for the Sunday service or, you know, dressing up even or whatever you've got caught up in. I think just simplicity, you know, and that's, beautiful I think and special and I hope that you know we can hold on to some of those things when things do quote unquote go back to normal and the Sunday thing is different again you know yeah yeah what about you I think purity is the word that comes to mind for me I mean as you said that that resonated a lot with me just you know leading in the church we just we just kind of have done what we're supposed to do as leaders in the church. Mm-hmm. And not that any of that's wrong or sinful. It's just what, what things have always been. And mm-hmm. so having a time like this where 
like you said, it just brings us to the very simple core of what it means to be a follower of Jesus personally yes. without the trappings of anything else attached to that because mm-hmm. I should or because I'm a leader, because I'm a pastor, because we're, yeah. we're doing what we're doing. Uh, for me, it's been really refreshing. And I think there's discouraging po- points about that personally. I think for myself, like, oh, I'm not as strong as I thought I was at, you know, piece of being Jesus church. But I think there's also just a lot of opportunity to grow. And I think that gets me excited when I see things for what they really are. I get, I get fired up thinking, okay, God, well, you can take this and make it something amazing as, as you purify my heart, you purify your church, um, purify us together as a, as a people. So I don't know. Purity seems to be something that God's really up to right now. That's awesome. Okay. So we love eating. We love reading. We don't necessarily love watching things, but yeah. we thought... Eating, reading for sure. Oh, yeah. Amen. Um, and we can both be kind of serious. I'm definitely not as serious as Richie, but <laughs> I can be. So we want to just end on more of a fun note, but also practical. And just, Richie, what's something this week that either you've watched or something you've read or something you've ate that is just so amazing that you need to tell the people about it. <laughs> it can be serious or it can be funny. So, uh, or laid back. No pressure. He's going to take this so serious. Gosh. What, have you been reading a lot during COVID, do you feel like? Yeah. I think for a little bit, I was I was in a little bit of a lull. I think maybe some of the depression and yeah. just the crazy. Just the world ending at first, it felt like. Yeah, yeah. I was in survival mode like everybody else there for a few weeks. But then... Yeah, I think I, I turned the corner and um, have been reading a lot more lately. I've been rereading Lead Like Jesus. I love that book so much. Lead uh, Like Jesus. Yeah, yes. so good. Um, reading it with my men's group I mean, right I think now. that book hopefully should be good. Lead Like Jesus, you know? It's like, not Lead Like Rob or Donnie. Lead Like Jesus. <laughs> That's like a good title. Donnie? <laughs> I don't know, but I think Jesus is better than Donnie. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. <laughs> Yes, the that book should be with that title. It should be really good. Yes, so, no, amen. That's it's good. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna pick something I ate though, just because we were just camping. Okay. And camping food is like always like super healthy. Not healthy. <laughs> yes. At all. Okay. And um, I think your mom always makes these. She, we call them scotcheroos. I don't know if there's a technical term to it, but those are absolutely amazing. Well, explain to the people. It's like Rice Krispie Treat plus like chocolate and peanut butter, I think. Yes. Melted on the top in a big like chunk on top of the Rice Krispie Treat. It's the most classy Rice Krispie Treat it gourmet is that you could ever have. So good. I figured out though, I think she hid them from me like partway through camping. Oh, Because I could not Richard. find them. I, I found them at you first cut off? and they were amazing. You're but reminding she... me of them right now and I only had one tiny little thing and I'm going to cry now. <laughs> they are so good. They I'm going to so cry. Uh, so yeah, Scotch Roots. What about for you? Something I'm going to say watch? two things. Two okay. things. Okay, so... I'm not a big watcher. You, you and the girls like movies. I'm not one of those like show people who yes. binge things. Like I've never done that actually, yeah. except for this show. You might it be was, the only person on the planet. I know. It's just shows aren't my thing. I have other things, people. I'm not perfect, but shows aren't it. But 
during COVID on Netflix. We don't even have Netflix, but we did like a trial or whatever. <laughs> um, what was it called, babe? Uh, Somebody Feed Phil. Yes. Okay, and it combines my two favorite things. Like traveling and like seeing the world and eating yes. and food and people. Yes. He's like so into people and it's like a warm hug. It's just so like cozy. And it also just makes you want to like love everyone you meet, eat yummy food, and talk to people. Like that's like my dream job. So go watch it. Somebody feed Phil. Uh, He's just so amazing. He's yes. like a pastor almost. Yeah. You know? He yeah, just yeah. loves yeah. everyone. Yes. And then the last thing I'll say is with our girls, we're reading out loud God Smuggler. Um, Brother Andrew, his story about smuggling Bibles in, into communist countries, communist yeah. countries, which is yeah. pretty crazy. And it's a true yeah. story. So we're reading that out loud as a family. And that's been awesome just to be reading a true story and hearing about someone else who did amazing things for Jesus. And it's challenging and exciting and it's fun. So I'd recommend it. And yeah, and I've also been eating all the things. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, well, man, I, uh, just love being together today. I know that this conversation... I love being with you every day, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we do this all the time. <laughs> no, this has been super fun. Yes. And uh, praying and believing that this is going to be a blessing uh, to you and to many. And man, if there's anything at all you need, we'd love to love to help, love to yeah, pray. Yeah, send us a question or prayer request, anything at all. Love to connect. So until next time... Peace we, out. We love you so much. See you. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to stay in touch and visit the description for our contact info. We would love to be praying for you. As always, we hope this podcast encouraged you and pointed you closer to Jesus. Take care.